When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life. Toby McKinnon is your host, Jamie Cockshut. Hopefully, we've got him on the line. Jamie, are you there, mate? I sure am, mate. I sure am, Toby. Yeah, they threw a different uh, OB line at us today, which we uh, they forgot to tell us, though, which probably matters a little bit. Now, uh, I ran through your tips, Jamie, so... Uh, I've read them out. Whether you want to just quickly, quickly touch on them while we ring Mark, uh, are you, your best bet for for the for Friday at Hobart? No, well, the best bet's Stepping Stones, Toby. She's one of my favourites, as all the listeners know, but she's flying. As long as they're aggressive early, she gets on speed. She'll be too tough in race eight, even though there's a little bit of depth in the race, but from the draw, you know, I really expect you to win. And, and then we'll go over to the last race, and let's hope we're going to be all doing this for Christmas. I'm um, grinning again, and um, he's drawn outside the second line, so we're going to get 250 to 2, 280, I think, Toby, especially early. And um, he's just got to run up to his recent form, and he can overcome the draw and win. Um, one of the value I'm pretty keen on is the shallows. He's formerly one of the better paces in Tasmania, but he's been in the wilderness for about 18 months. But he's just shown enough in recent runs that he's nearly back to something that can see him winning a race and he maps perfectly. He gets no you know, he gets a run where he don't have to do any work and as long as the gaps open up, mate, he's got a, a great each way chance in race five. And we've also got checking in that race I like at odds as well. He's pretty similar to the shallow. He's been out of form but his last couple he's been running up the backsides of the horses in front of him and it wouldn't shock me to see him run a race, you know, at you know, twenty to one in that same race. So there are a couple in the fifth that's worth a you know, a small little play at, at good odds, mate. Uh, we'll get Mark Yo up on the line now and uh, have a chat with him in a moment or two. Uh, what's Christmas look like for Jamie this year? Uh, well, I've just arrived back home to Tasmania, Toby, so I'm back home with the family for Christmas, mate. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I haven't seen them for, for six months since June, so, yeah, looking forward to it, mate, and... It was a long flight back, and but, yeah, all good, mate. We'll catch up with the family over the next week, week or so in the Christmas New Year season and, um, yeah, have a bit of fun, mate, that's for sure. Have you got kids, Jamie? I've never even asked you. Yeah, I've got three sons. Um, they're all over 18, so that affords me um, time to get a bit of me time and I do a bit of travelling, Toby. So that's one of the main reasons I started travelling last year, mate, and... Um, Spending a fair bit of time in Vietnam because they're all out of town. They've got their own lives, mate. They haven't got much time for our dad anymore because they've got their own lives to worry about. Ah, oh, they will when it comes to splitting the will up. Don't worry about that. What will? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> now, Mark Yol is there. Mark, mate, uh, how are you? Whereabouts are you today? Hey, Toby. I'm uh, on my lunch break at Petstock. Ah, very yeah, good. Toby. Now... Wanted to get you on. I'm pretty sure you're probably well aware. You're very close to 100 winners for the season, mate, with 97. You must be desperate to get these last three. Yeah, it'd be nice, that's for sure. It'd be really nice to knock it over, but, um, yeah, just keep them poking along. 
Jamie, I went back through the records. It's hard to find uh, a proper list, and there's a few years missing I couldn't check, but the most I could find was 89.90. Barry Ratray trained, uh, drove 120 winners in that season, and the latest person to do over 100 was Gareth Ratray with 101 in 2014-15. It's a rare achievement to get to 100 in Tasmania. Oh, it sure is, Toby. And, you know, as you mentioned, you know, I think there's only been a few over the years. I think Neville have done it, Neville Webley going back. Barry and Gareth and, you know, Mark's going to join an illustrious company. You know, he's got three meetings, so I'm sure um, little Mark, he, he, he can get the job done over the next three meetings. Toby, he only needs three. Um, it's, it's not easy, as Mark, Mark will elaborate, but, you know, let's just hope he can get it done because it'll be an outstanding achievement by him. You know, what's been a great season and, you know, he thoroughly deserves it. You know, because it is a tough game, as we all know. But, you know, I'm just going to ask Mark one question. 2023, mate, what's that one win that stands out in your mind that's been the best of the 97 winners you've driven so far this season? Oh, to be honest, you've put me on the spot a bit there. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, They've all been pretty good. (laughs) Uh, I haven't really (laughs) had too many features this year. I've had a lot. There was... There was a win on Valarch, I think, in a twenty thousand dollars free fall. That was pretty special. That was that was Yeah. Yeah, no, he's done a super job, Bellage. He's just swinged a little bit, but you know, he, um, you know, he's, he's just found it tough with the handicaps and, and drawn what you know, drawn because his rating has gone up. But he's done a super job since some coming across from Lisa Miles Stable, and he's going to be one of your leading chances on Friday night, mate. You know, he's drawn seven, but he has proven before he can over can overcome a wide draw, and um, from there you'll more than likely push forward and put him into the race. Yeah, he's done a super job, but as you mentioned, he's sort of. He's out of the handicaps now. Like he's got to come off twenty meters every time, and other than that twenty thousand dollars feature, which was only just a free for all, that was twenty thousand. He hasn't won any features, so it makes it really tough for a horse like him. Like he had them quick succession of wins, but now he's up in the rating. He's just drawing horribly every time, so it's going to make it really tough for him. And and again on on tomorrow night we have drawn seven, so. Yeah, I imagine I'll push forward, but he doesn't have a great amount of gate speed. That's probably his one chink in his armour a little bit. He uh, he can only just get out of the gate pretty average. So we'll see what happens from the start. There's a few there in that field that went forward last time over the mile. So, uh, like, Karki knew he sat up, squeezed up. We've seen he's got a fair bit of gate speed, Bonnie, my boy. And then, obviously, Rock and Hard Post loves to race up on the speed as well. So it's going to be an interesting race, that's for sure. Well, there's one in that race that um, has been flying under the radar, a horse called Check-In. You have driven it a few times. Um, he's had a lot of luck of late, and he's going to need a fair bit of luck on Friday night. But um, just give the listeners a bit of an input to how you think he's going, because I think he's going okay. Uh, Check-In? Yeah, no, he's yeah. going all right. I thought he was a bit disappointing in his heat of the golden apple. Uh, two starts ago, I think it was, uh, when I drove him. He sort of... He was off the bit, but they, they ran the whole way in that heat and had a lot of them off the bit chasing, so it made it a little bit difficult for him. But, um, yeah, back to the mobile, he was a lot better last time, even though it only looked like he ran eight. It was a much better run. He uh, he didn't get much luck. But I think Mitch will have to drive him for that bit of luck. But if it comes, he, he could be a sneaky chance. Uh, that's all right, mate. So, you know, out of the ten, out of the... Ten races, you know, you got to drive in most of the races, probably all of them, to be honest, mate. Um, which ones are, you know, the better chances for the listeners out there? There's there's one good each way odds I think you got a chance on, and that's in race eight. 
we salute you. You just seem to get the best out of him. You always get the best out of this horse, and um, even though I'm pretty keen on stepping stones, it won't shock me at all to see we salute you get down the outside late. Yeah, we've stolen your thunder there because that was the one I was going to give out. Um, he's been super his last couple of runs. He um, he got knocked over in Launceston about four runs ago and um, nearly hit the outside fence to avoid another runner. And then he only got back three metres, lost about 20 metres and, and caught up. And then last week in Launceston, you've got to sort of drive him just for that cold fit. If he can, if he can be sat up to about the 300, he's just got lightning speed. Um, but last week was the same thing. I um, I got held up on the fence and never really got a crack at him. So from the draw, you know, hopefully I'll be following stepping stones everywhere it goes. And if that's the case, I'll get the last chance at it. Mark, yeah, if, no, that's for sure. Mark, if uh, things don't go to plan on Friday and you and you come home with no winners, are you going to turn your attention to King Island on Tuesday to try and give yourself an extra chance? <laughs> Toby, there is absolutely no chance that I'll be going to King Island on Tuesday. One, it's Boxing Day, but two, it's my wife's birthday, and I think she uh, would divorce me if I went over to King Island to drive. So, no, I won't be going over there. Uh, I had thought about it a couple of weeks ago when I was sort of... I had a couple of meetings there where I didn't get a winner, and I thought, oh, this isn't going to happen. But then we sort of kicked on last week and, and had a really good weekend. So, yeah, we'll leave it to uh, Bernie and then... Back to Carrick on uh, New Year's Eve, and hey, mate, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, so be it. Well, James Herbertson drove his 200th winner with the last race of the year on Vic Bread Sires Night last year, mate, and the last race at Carrick could be, could be, could take till then. Yet, who knows? Yeah, well, Carrick hasn't exactly been my favourite uh, hunting ground uh, over the last few years, so. Hopefully I've got it knocked over before we get to Carrick, but we'll see what happens. Uh, any more for Mark, uh, Jamie? No, that's all, mate. No, I just want to just reiterate, Toby, you know, to get 97 winners today is an outstanding achievement. Um, and, you know, it will be a big fill-up on Mark's um, you know, resume once he retires, mate, to have 100 winners in a season in Tasmania because, as you know, we only race probably 80, 80 meetings a year. And that's a pretty good effort for anybody to drive 100 winners. And um, if you don't get it at um, Hobart, I reckon you get the job done at Burnley because there's one bloke that drives the Burnley track better than most, and that's Mark. So, you know, I'm with him, mate. Um, I hope he does get the job done at Burnley because I know Carrick is not one of my favourite punting tracks either. So me and Mark's got something in common about Carrick, mate. I think Jamie and probably Mark, I'd be pretty poignant on giving Ben a pretty good Christmas present if I was you to make sure you get the best possible drives at Bernie and Carrick. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. I don't know what it is about the Carrick track, but it's probably one of the hardest tracks to drive because uh, you think you have to be up on the speed, but then sometimes they swoop. So you just never know with, with Carrick. It's, uh, it's very up and down. And what's Christmas look like for you, mate? Just spending it with the kids. Um, and the family, so that'll be really good. It'll be. I think we've got, what have we got four or five days off, and uh, seeing as I'm not training anymore, I don't have to worry about horses. So it's uh, it's going to be nice to have a few days to actually just rest up. She's been pretty flat out. It's been a really yeah. good year um, on a lot of fronts. So yeah, it'll be nice to sit back and uh, and enjoy it with the family. You must, my partner's birthday's December 16 and I hate having to get two presents within such a short space of time and you've got them two days in a row, mate. So you, hopefully you're all organised and got everything sorted. 
Yeah, well, my youngest son, he's on the 17th of December, so he was last Sunday. So we got we got three within the space of about 10 days. So, yeah, she's pretty flat out, mate. But, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, family. All right, Mark, we'll let you go. Paul Jankowenko won't be ringing you anytime soon for Tuesday. And uh, best of luck to get to the 100. It really will be an amazing achievement to do that in Tassie. And as Jamie said, I think Neville Webley... Barry Ratray and Gareth Ratray are the only three that have done it, and that is a pretty exclusive club you'll be entering. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Toby. There's Mark, Yo, and uh, Jamie. Uh, all jokes aside, mate, we have a bit of fun in this segment each week, as we do, but uh, thanks so much for your contribution to Trot's Life throughout the year. We really enjoy having you on, and uh, you're a wonderful asset to not just the Tasmanian industry, but to the broader harness racing industry in Australia. Well, thanks, mate. But, yeah, uh, you're, not, you're selling yourself short a bit there, Toby. You know, in my eyes and I'm sure in a lot of other people's eyes, you're you know, one of the biggest unsung heroes of the harness racing community in, in Australasia. You know, you put this show together, you put bring on names that nobody's really heard of, Toby, and, and they're the names that hold the industry together. Um, the lesser likes and all that, and hearing their stories, and you know, like uh, most of them stories pull at our heart, pull at our heartstrings, and um, so it's a big kudos to yourself, mate, for, for doing all that. And you know, you're reinvigorated Trot's life with those stories, and you know, that's what it's all about, mate. Getting them little battlers on. We all know who the stars are and who the superstars are, but hearing battling trainers and owners and drivers just have that little bit of success and having their story told on. On radio is, you know, it's just something that, um, you know, I know I cherish and I'm sure most of the, you know, the majority of the listeners of Trots Live cherish as well, mate. So big kudos to you, mate. So don't sell yourself short, mate. You're the one of the biggest unsung heroes of the harness racing community in, in all of Australasia, mate, in my eyes and many others, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm just the taxi driver, Jamie. I can deliver the uh, deliver the content uh, through, you know, I've got the opportunity, the avenue to deliver it, and it's great to be the conduit between those stories and the people, and clearly you want me to pay for when we catch up for lunch off the back of that. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank you very much for your kind words, Jamie. Have a great Christmas with the family, mate, and hopefully we can catch up uh, while you're back here in Australia. No worries then, buddy. There's Jamie Cockshut now, Taz Racing segment. 